It's so good. Mikael. Just leave me voicemails. Please do, man. Yeah. I have done that with friends before. I would subscribe to a small monthly fee if you could just keep my Yeah. Sometimes people will pick up and they'll be like, oh shit, I'm sorry. And they'll hang back. Hang back. Okay. I've restarted your time. Oh, okay. All right. All right. Michael, you're on. <laughs> yeah, so this is, uh, I feel like, compelled to share this. It's like, uh, a lot of different stuff has come up, but this is like just strong and alive, you know? Um, so something that, you'll probably hear me repeat a little bit, by the way, since we hung out oh, a little yeah. earlier. But um, part of Joel's share that really struck me Um was how like when we were children, at least for me, there was no consideration of death. There was like no concept of it, no fear of it, like even unconsciously seeking it, jumping out of trees on the edges of cliffs, just living, driving around drunk, you know, and that carried well into my twenties. It's just like seeking death, really unconsciously. You know, and there's like a lot to unpack there. Um, but so what happened to me was uh, I like literally died, like physically, my whole body was dead. And it was towards it was probably like a year. You know, it was like towards the end of my I was like an active drug addict for 10 years, pretty much from like uh, 16 to 26 about maybe 15 to 25 something like that um so like towards the end like my drug use got progressively worse and i got into this space of like suicide was so alive for me for years like constant visions of literally the gun to your head and pulling the trigger and it would just happen repeatedly and especially while I was in Australia, I got really close to just like jumping the fuck off a cliff. It was like, I can't do this anymore. And that didn't happen. And my life continued. And um, this girl I used to run with, she, I like, um, like our drug use got progressively worse together, you know? And so she ended up doing heroin before I did. And I got into the space of like, yeah, I want to do that. You know, fuck is this life? Who cares? I experienced everything, you know? Um, and so I let her know. I was like, I want to do heroin. I'm coming down to Boston, you know, let's do that. And she's like, yeah. So we go like east side and pick some up. And we go back to her place and she tries it and she's like, it's really good. And I'm like excited, you know, oh, great. First time shooting up it's gonna be great stuff awesome and she shoots me up and I didn't really fully know what I was feeling yet and like before I could even like really fall into it she shoots me up again Oof. and then nothing man there was no like vision there was no epiphany there was no it was just nothing and 
then I woke up and it's, I had no, like, I wake up and her fucking hand is just like all the way up in my sternum pumping my heart and she's on the phone and I, my eyes come. So I'm just like on the bed, my eyes, like, I just see her and she's just pale fucking ghost white doing that on the phone, talking to somebody. And I was just kind of like, what's going on? You know, I had no idea that I fucking died, you know? And then she kind of tells me, she's like, you just, you stopped breathing. I'm on the phone, with, you know, the ambulance and the cops. Like, I don't know. I'm, I'm like the cops, you know? And like, didn't give one fuck that I just died. <laughs> did it not even a considerate, not even a moment. Like, I just fucking died. What did I just, what just happened? You know, it was me like, oh shit, cops are coming. I got to get out of here. You know, so I like pack up all my shit and I'm walking out and the cops like, while I'm going down the stairs, they come just like sprinting in and they're freaking out. You know, they're like, fucking, you know, heroin, heroin. I'm just so fucked up. I don't care at all. Just, and I didn't have any drugs on me because I just threw it all out before I was leaving because I knew the cops are coming, you know. And it was just like nothing, dude. It didn't do anything for me. I didn't learn anything. I kept using. I kept shooting up. It got worse. I started speedballing. Like, I was ended up in a crack house, dude. No fucking windows. My room was like four by five feet, you know? My kitty litter at the end of my bed, and that was it. Fucking maggots all on the walls. And just, like, doing that, you know? And then, like, for some reason, I could feel... Man, something stuck out. My dad would say growing up, he's like, you gotta have the fear. And that just never landed with me. You know, I was like, what the fuck? Fear about what, man? You know, what are you talking about? And now it's kind of occurring to me, like, as I get older, I'm having more fear of death. Not that I'm scared of it, but like, I get scared about, you know, if I have kids and I'm, I die, what's going to happen? to them you know how my brother be impacted like it's it's so interesting that like the considerations around how i take care of my body and live my life is becoming more caring as i get older and i think it's directly tied to like knowing i'm gonna die at some point and i want to live and be so alive while i'm here and so after that dude it took like a year and for me to be in the most painful state I've ever been in, I'm in jail. I'm as soon as I get the fuck out of there, I'm killing myself. It wasn't 99%, 99.5. It was a hundred percent. I'm out of here. I'm hanging myself in a fucking tree. I'm done, you know? And like in that space, I had a, you know, awakening mystical experience, whatever the fuck you want to call it. But like something happened to me, dude, I could like, it's like I gained awareness. I could see how all my actions I'd taken led me to that point. I could see how everything I did mattered. It was like, I, it occurred to me that like the whole world isn't the problem. Like I'm the fucking problem and now I'm living my life. And like, I found so much peace. I went from, I'm killed. I was literally, I had welts all over my face. I was just beating the shit out of my face, throwing my head against the wall, like losing it, dude. I'm fucking, I'm dead. I'm killing myself when I get out of here. And then like, this just wave of understanding and peace comes 
And it was like, I, I don't, I saw her to even talk about and describe, but it was just such a gift, man. I like after that experience, I just fell asleep. So, okay. And so like, it's, I knew what I had to do to move forward and like fix my life. And so it was like, I physically died and I didn't really die. And I'm living and I fucking I'm going to kill myself physically. But then I have this spiritual kind of death and awakening. It's just so almost backwards in how we think about life and death for me and my experience. Yeah, man. Like fucking crazy. Yeah, and then past six months, my friend dies, my nephew dies. It's just really strong right now, this whole concept of death. Yeah. I'm okay, like, uh, if I die, like, cool, you know, that's fine. But it's just so interesting to me how I'm changing in relation to that as I get older, you know. Mm -hmm. when, when did you have this? 2013. Wake up, yeah. Nine years. On Labor Day. Or Memorial Day, sorry. Sorry, took a little more time. Yeah, thanks for sharing. Seems, seems, seems appropriate, man. Yeah. yeah. Powerful story. <clears throat> I'm really struck by just that you're fucking alive. I'll get it, man. Yeah, I really don't get it. Mm -hmm. no, I'm really just. I've known some of your story. I haven't heard the whole story like you just shared. I'm just in this kind of speaking of mystical or ineffable, inexplicable. Why the fuck are you still here? I mean, it feels like to make up a story. It's probably a pretty big deal that you're still here. I think so. Yeah, yeah. but I'm with you. I'm yeah. so with you in that. <laughs> totally. Yeah, man. Yeah. yeah. And I, I commend you, man, for how I feel you showing up. Yeah. I don't feel you just alive. I feel you really pretty fucking alive. Yeah. <laughs> you fucking try, man. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, <laughs> brother. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, to me, I, just, I hear you going to hell and back and having this moment that just allowed you sort of to pass through this gate to this other side of consciousness and perspective and awareness and just like and from there you know well I don't know the whole journey but as I know you from our, our groups together you're like the most lit up psyched appreciative grateful <laughs> open hearted like this life is fucking awesome if you want to just sit Dude. and cry with me or you want to yell at me like that would be awesome too yeah. <laughs> anything that's like the exact opposite of being like numbed out you know Seriously. so like man maybe that's just the path you had to travel to become really like, the awesome guy you are today mm -hmm. thank you Dave. you're a big contribution yeah certainly to me i know it's awesome you know like you, you bring life into this world so i'm glad you're here Love you, brother. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Love you too, man. <laughs> man.
gift. I love you guys. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Grateful to be here still, man. Mm-hmm. Such a blessing. I don't. I don't know why, man. Not everyone gets that, you know. I don't fucking. Yeah, trips me out. I feel bad about it sometimes. I mm-hmm. want it for everybody. It has that pain, you know. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. It goes back to Ben's word that he dropped, which was grace. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that Thanks, Ben. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Such an talked about concept. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you go, man. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I get to follow that. 